purring, everybody. All good. First thing we've got to say is sorry, world. Prince Andrew. Yeah, he's uh, he's there's definitely an episode on him. It's a fucking disgrace. I apologise yeah. on behalf of everybody in the United Kingdom. The, the problem is, right? I'm going to jump straight into it, right? I thought you would. Yeah, right. Royal, most of the royal family back in the day, if you go through history, that's all they did, basically. Is it? Yeah, they used to do a bit of raping and pillaging, didn't they? Of course. Murdering, so, you know. It's I'm not saying that he's murdered anyone, but you never know. Oh, did you watch the, the interview? No, I haven't seen it. I sat on the, I sat about two foot away from the TV screen, staring slack jaw, just going, oh my God, whose idea was, who advised him? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, um, I, they played a clip on the radio today, funny enough, because they're talking about it. Um, when he, he, he said, they said, uh, no, he said I was in Woking or something in, in Pizza Express. And they they said, they said to him, how do you know, right? And I was thinking, well, before he even said it, I was thinking, he's just going to say, I've got a diary set every day because he's a royal. You'd expect he probably would. He went, because it was just so unusual. Yeah. I'd, I'd never go to a Pizza Express in Woking. Are you, you're aware. But I was on that day. You're aware. How do you know? You're aware of Pizzagate, though. Pizzagate? Pizzagate. How um, there was a series of emails that were leaked that alleged that um, politicians and, you know, these type of elite people were... I don't know if it was like actually trafficking children, but they were using like hot dog and uh, and pizza as code words in these emails for for little kids. Oh right, so so I've just imported ten pizzas. Yes, yeah, basically, yeah. And everyone was like, "That's fucking ridiculous." And S- I was sitting there, some margaritas, some pepperoni. Yeah, really. Well, <laughs> what yeah. does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they did. Yeah, yeah. And like at the time, like people were like that's that's insane. That's you know, and it does sound crazy. And then he says, "No, I wasn't there. That I wasn't there on the night that you were accusing me of." Of uh, having sex with uh, with this young girl in question because I was having a pizza in Woking. I was like, "Are you the the conspiracy world has? They're all diving at the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be, they would have they would have been jizzing their pants. Anything but that, say they? anything but that. Don't say pizza <laughs> or hot dogs. And he did. I was like, Jesus. I <laughs> know oh, it's shocking, isn't it? Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, everyone kind of knew him as a bit not a sex pest, but he liked he liked getting around me a bit. You know what I mean? But I mean. He's he hanging was a around par- with him. the party prince. That's what they called yeah, him, wasn't yeah. it? But the thing is, right now, this fella Epstein, right, has been or Epstein, whatever his fucking Epstein. name is, right? He he, right, been done before, right? And he, you know, for all sorts of shit. And he was fr- friends of him. That he said late nineties, but apparently this stuff from early nineties. They reckon from the royal bit, they've said that he was friends of him actually from the early nineties. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, he does, but he doesn't, right? <laughs> but um, you know. If someone, even your best mate, was convicted of being like a child, a sex offender, or child sex offender, or whatever it was, and got out because he's got loads of cash, basically, right? Do you think you'd go around and stay at his night house, right, well, and exactly. and loads of women going in and out? Well, especially if you're a high-profile you know I mean? person who was involved in children's you just wouldn't, charities. Would you go, look, look, I don't believe what you've done is right, mate. I can't hang around with you anymore. You even talk That's what to you him. do, wouldn't you? But did you, so think did you see would, what he said? Do you think advisors would go, no, you can't go, I wouldn't go there, mate. I think he's been, sur- that, that interview to me was like, I thought I was watching it. Was set like, up. Not set up. No, no, well, no. I mean, the, I think Newsnight were kind of rubbing their hands together going, of course they were. They, were getting, they couldn't believe it. They were going, yes, yes, yes keep him talking. Yes. I suspect, it's, it, to me, it was like, he's. it's like he was, he's been surrounded by yes people all his life. People that just say yes to him. And he's like, mm. I'm going to do this interview. I'm going to set it straight. And they were like, yes, okay, that's a good idea. But really, they should have said, shut the fuck up. Don't say anything. Keep your head down. 
Because you just could chuck petrol on the fire. Also, they've, they've relieved him of his royal duties, right? Yeah. Now, to me, right, that shout screams out guilty because surely I, I was another thing obviously with advisors and stuff you'd think the advisor would go no he's innocent still until he's proven guilty let's not change things because it's going to look more suspicious if we just relieve him from every role well, so yeah. they've relieved him from every role and that yeah. to me makes me think yeah he's guilty to the, me. L- the London Philharmonic Orchestra has just booted him I just saw on the news then mm. they're like nope you're out son <laughs> I mean I wonder if he's Security detail is going to abandon him because obviously that's the Metropolitan Police paid for by the taxpayer. So if these allegations of him being one of these so-called elite paedophiles is true, the UK taxpayer is paying for his security. Apparently, he used to get two hundred and fifty grand a year, not himself, but um, well, yeah, himself really. But um, his, his for, his, for, his office, for his office, for his office work. Bollocks, isn't it? It's so how much, strange. How much paper does he get through? 250 f- grand's worth. A few pens. You know what I mean? Yeah, What the fuck are you doing? You just need a computer these days. So do you know why he, he what is his reasoning for being with Epstein in New York when he was photographed with him? Do you know what that was? Did you see it? No, no. Did you hear it? I, I only heard that part because it was on the radio because they were just talking about why he answered well, like he was, that. He was released from prison. Epstein was what that he didn't really attend. He was there for like he just basically slept there and was could do whatever he liked yeah, during the day. He, yeah, but in the end, of like like he had a wicked place and yeah. everything. It was just basically basically like living a billionaire's lifestyle still, but in yeah, of course his own little bit. Yeah. And then Prince Andrew, upon Epstein's release, said, "Well, I went over to because he'd done such a heinous crime. I had to go over to New York to see him to break off the relationship and my friendship with him." And the interview, she was like, so let me get this straight. You thought the best way to distance yourself from a convicted sex Sp- offender... Spend a night there with loads of birds going in and out of his fly house. Fly to New York, spend four nights in his pad and go for walks with him in public because you you wanted to tell him that you didn't want to be seen in Just, public with him. Yeah, Come the, on, man. The, that's the worst excuse ever. The, 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 the most you should do is give him a call and go, that's, that's it, mate. Just say, I can't believe off. what you've done, you prick, bye. Or just not bother calling him. And just when he calls, you go, no, leave it. You know what? You know what I mean? You know, like David Icke. He's, he's going to be um, thrown to the wolves, as they say, I think. Mm, I don't know, man. I mean, Do what? you think he's going to go to America? Is he fuck? He's, he, he says he would if he's advised to by his lawyers, mm. right? Which America, if he gets on your territory, arrest him, please. You know what to do. Yeah. But he'll get away with it somehow, won't he? Because the Queen will just go. Thing is, right? If, if he can get away. It'd be like a Jim will fix it thing, but it'd be Mum will fix it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mum will fix it with his bag of cash. Yeah. With her face on. Yeah. What are you going to do, bitch? Yeah. I am the queen. If he's not, if he can't be prosecuted, the, the he's people... Got to. He's the, got to get done for some... Well, the, pe- the people can, can like, nah, fuck that man. We want to we wanna see him in court. In theory, he's, he's not guilty at the minute because you're not guilty until you're proven guilty. But, yeah, he's got questions to ask. He needs to go over and... Or, or well, they were saying, because they are bringing that up, that um, they had a lawyer on, and they said a lot of the time, that actually, the Amer- what happens is the Americans bring over a few lawyers, a, a video team, and whatnot on certain cases, and they, they do it in Britain yeah, because yeah. obviously there's, you know, yeah, you go yeah, there, you get, you're going to get get like tasered in the eye as soon as you walk, as soon as you t- touch the ground, they're going to get tasered in the eye, and shotguns are going to come out, and you're going to have no head. Exactly, so he's not going to go over there. I doubt it. He's going to keep his head down and disappear. But the thing is, right, David Icke, that cra- well, the so-called crazy person back in the 80s and 90s, who said he was the son of God, you know, that ex-footballer, fo- football commentator, 
who said that the world is run by an elite group of paedophile child molesters and they're pulling the strings in all aspects of society. Everyone's like, shut the fuck. I mean, that's insane. Fucking turns out he was right, though. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's going that way, isn't it? It's it seems uh, that way. It's fucking despicable. It's a, it's, it's a sad world. It certainly is. That was a bit of a tangent I didn't expect to go on. I know, yeah. So we haven't even kind of done our intro. Well, that'll do it, I think. Yes. Um, if you want to contact <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Yeah, do, write us in Google, Robots for Eyes, or come up with Facebook. Um, ignore Twitter, really. There's no point. No no one really... No. I can't understand it. I don't go on much, but when I do, it's like I'm reading the same message about 18 times. Hmm. So And then I'll get annoyed because I'm reading the same message going, what's going on? Might anyway, involved, Instagram... in Reddit, I think. Is Reddit good? I don't even know what that is. Doesn't matter. Is it a yeah, like a Facebook thing? No, not really. But it's brilliant there. Okay. I'll introduce you to it. It's good. Right, okay. It's, you'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. Buy our shit as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if you want to win Rob's art, which you're going to create for this episode, then just share the post when you see it. Yeah, yeah. And also, I've had a few beers, so if I get slurry halfway through this, it's not because I'm pissed, it's because beer makes me slur. <laughs> Uh, should we do a part? See you on the other side. Any idea, Rob, what we're doing today? Mm. It's not a murder. Prince Andrew? <laughs> We've kind of done that already. Yeah, no, more, no need to do that. Two, week, two, two uh, episodes in one. That's <laughs> it, the double header? Yeah, yeah. No, um, it's a conspiracy. The Titanic. Oh, we conspiracy of the Titanic? Yeah, that's what I wanted. That's the reaction I wanted. Okay, no, I don't think I have. I'll ask you at the beginning, what do you think the conspiracy may involve? If you have any clue whatsoever... I'm going to guess two things, submarine warship or something, or some sort of weird alien thing. No. Oh. Not, well, not top of the board no. on that one. No. I don't know, it might be. <laughs> I mean, fucking who knows in okay. this world. Go, 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 go. So we'll get into it, right? So we'll go through the, the Titanic. Um, I'm sure you're aware of what happened. Uh, and then we'll get into the conspiracy itself. But as we all know, it was the, the biggest ocean liner it was unbelievable for its day, mate. When you look back at the, like the, uh, you can find newspaper articles and things. They were, right, it was like the International Space Station for old school boats. Right, okay. It was the largest movable man-made object on the Earth at the time. So people were like proper like geek wanking out over this one. Yeah. And as soon as they say, right, they always jinx it, don't they? As soon as they go, it's unsinkable. But do you know what? It wasn't, they didn't actually say that. I oh, didn't they? No, no. That's sort of a misconception. They said it was, people going claiming that it was unsinkable happened when it was sinking, like when boat commander, you know, back in New York or Southampton got the radio call that the Titanic was going down. Oh, they couldn't believe it. They were like, no, like, that's, that's not bullshit. Happening. That's not happening. It's, it's, it's unsinkable. But um, it's a tiddler by today's standards, as you'd expect. It was, the Titanic itself was 882 foot long. It was 174 foot tall. 92 foot wide, and it weighed something like 46,300 tonnes. I could crack one of those out in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> Had about three, three and a half thousand people, um, total passenger and crew. There's a boat called the Symphony of the Seas, and I didn't really 
bother my ass doing my homework on it because I'm sure everybody gets the point. It might Symphony of the Seas might be the biggest, it might not be, but it was a it's massive. This thing is it's um, 1,188 feet long. It's 238 feet tall, 215 foot wide, and it weighs nearly a quarter of a million tons and can carry five and a half thousand people. Okay, so it's a beast. Yeah, so it's a it's a it's an absolute whopper. So this this um, so, is it hanging out. <laughs> Sorry, we we know though from from the records and what happened, and I'm sure everyone's familiar with this story. But around one and a half thousand people died. But that's not the the largest loss of life into you know at sea. Mm-hmm. There's a boat called the Wilhelm Gustloff, which is a German military transport ship. Isn't Some, Wilhelm like helmet? Does that mean helmet or something? Well, I don't know. I don't speak German. I don't know. I'm Do you probably speak talking shit now. I'm just, I just, I seem to remember someone saying it as like a meaning a cock or something. Okay, the, the helmet cock, ship. The, the cock ship. The, hel- the, co- okay. the cock ship. Instead of the cockpit. <laughs> it was the cock a, ship. It was a German military transport ship, um, and it was blasted on the 30th of January 1945 by a Soviet submarine. Mm-hmm. There was 9,400 people on board, and they all died. 5,000 were children. Shit. That's a perler, in it? That is a perler. I mean, as soon as children's in, it's like, it's like two for one with children. <laughs> what do you isn't mean, it? like double, double, like sorrow, double, double points? I mean, you know, what I mean, if if two ch- if one child dies, it's like equivalent to two two like adults. That's okay. how I see it. Yeah, oh, I can see. Okay. So when you got five thousand kids, it's like ten thousand adults. But then you get to like babies, and it's like, well, a baby's kind of like negative because five, five they pointer. haven't really had any kind of life experience. No, so but still, I think it's a five pointer because it's it's got that tear jerking fingers in it. Where okay, so what's a like a five year old? How many points is that? It's a two pointer. Two. two point. I think you're two. Okay. I think you're talking two points to about age of fifteen. I reckon, and, and then, then and then it's a one point from there. Oh, so an adult's one point. An adult's one point, but I reckon I reckon maybe maybe. Maybe a three pointer for under a year, and then after that, it's two pointer, then one pointer. Oh, okay, all right. That's Fair my enough. theory. I mean, now we know. Now we know. We can change the total. Yeah, we can. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. say on average, it was about fifteen million if I'd people. Known this point scoring beforehand, they would have worked it all out, <laughs> yeah. and it would have done a lowdown on which casualty, what ocean-going casualties bear the largest amount of points. If we, if we base this on an adult, we've we've lost fifteen thousand adults or something <laughs> instead of instead of a. <laughs> the USS Indianapolis was was also a mad story, and um, that went down. The crew spent something like I think they spent like three three and a half days in the ocean waiting for rescue, mm-hmm. while systematically getting eaten by sharks. Nice. I might do that next week. You'd be like, "Come on, man!" Wouldn't yeah. You? It's, it's it's like one of these sort of joke things, isn't it? Where you you know something happens to the boat, and you go, "Fucking hell, we're sinking!" Right, we can't do anything, but we're going to survive because it's just about afloat. And then suddenly, like like. Like this, like pirates there or something. Oh, for fuck's sake, man! Yeah, tiger sharks <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. dragging you down, yeah, jumping yeah. on you. Outrageous! Aren't you meant to like, p- um, like punch them square on the nose? I just uh, do that every. T- that's what that's what they say. But if you've I'm, got, I, I imagine like though, I, mo- I imagine most animals. If you punch them on the square of the nose, if they're biting you, they're going to let go. They're going to, oh fuck off! Yeah, but you've got to have the composure to be a surviving, uh, a, you know, a sinking of a ship, sitting in the ocean for a few uh, days, uh, and then like a two meter tiger shark chewing. Yeah, well, I'm I, just going to punch him. I think on the I nose. Think, Where's his nose? Oh, there it is. I think that by that point, the, my anger and the red mist would have been fu- building up so much that that would have got uh, an aduking. It would have got <laughs> <a> aduking. <laughs> We've got a chin so hard, 
if it got close to me. I just wouldn't give a fuck by that point. I'd be like, I'm about that. to die from not. I'm surprised I'm not dead already from hypothermia. Yeah. This tiger shark, which is coming to me, is getting the hardest punch ever. I, I might just roll over and let it. I mean, not that I've got a choice anyway, but think, well, what if you save it bites you? Are you going to survive? You've been no, in the ocean the, for two days. The, the f- stupid fucking things don't even eat you. You know, you know <laughs> they don't. If if I was, if, oh, I tell you what, if I got bit by a shark and I knew it's fatal, like, I'd be like, you come back here and eat me. Yeah, you don't want to please get it. something out of it. Basically, it's like me coming up to like a, a, a chicken, right, killing it, having one bite out of it, saying, ah, fuck it. Mm, it's wrong. It's eat just them pointless, people. Pointless. Chew them people down. Pointless killing. It is, man. Eat them it's people up. I didn't like that. Well, we taste it's, like it's, bones, it's, don't we? It's, it's, like, it's like someone keeps coming up with a platter of food and putting it down, right? And you go, nope, don't like that. And putting it back. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But but it's with a live thing, so you like live bugs, it. and you just eat a little bit of it, and it's still alive. Going, <laughs> you know what I mean? Trying to crawl away. You just you just go, kill me! I, just, saw, I, saw nope. a clip, I saw a clip of a tiger shark eating a horse today. Cool. In... um. It was like a horse that got washed out. I think it was some sort of like mad. So what the fuck was a horse doing in the yeah, sea? Yeah, it's um, one of those seahorses. <laughs> just a massive seahorse getting eaten by a tiger yeah, shark. Yeah, yeah. Really close up, man, and their teeth. It was amazing to watch. Out. Anyway, whatever, man. What was the horse doing? It was dead as fuck. Yeah. It was just oh, being bloated. So. But he was, he was eating the horse, though. Just eating it ass first. And I was like, you don't have... It's dead, mate. I mean, come on, man. Eat it around the legs I mean, or something. I mean, you know, you could have at least had the common decency to go for like, you know... Did, you know, the head first maybe and worked down that way. I don't know, man. You should have seen its face. Its eyes are bulging. Its tongue was out. And I thought, ooh. Uh, maybe the ass looked better. It might, maybe yeah, the ass probably did look better. Probably looked more appetising than the than eyes bulging and tongue out and probably a bloated face. But once it bit like through the um, the exterior, it just looked like meat. So it definitely looked better than the face. Yeah. But the, the thing is, right, like I say, did he eat it all? I don't know. He couldn't, mate. He was way smaller than the shark. The uh, the horse, sorry, it was way way smaller. Yeah, but, but he, he came back. And he didn't. He didn't just like like bite it and fuck off, did he? He came back for more, didn't he? He was really because he knew it was dead. But it, with a human, they bite you and they fuck off. They're like, there's nothing like on shit. it. It's like shit or bones. Like, that's not. That's not what I thought it was. Just at least have the common decency to eat. It's, you know, like it's, this. Is, let's go back to the royals, the queen. <laughs> when she gets food from like some tribe, right, which is like I don't know, like a monkey dog shit or something. Is that what she does? <laughs> she, yeah, she she eats it all. Because cause she knows it's a dis- disrespect to the tribe if she doesn't. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. So that's eat what your, Eat do. your humans. Yeah, eat, if you're going to bite one, eat it all. Eat your humans up. Yeah, you fuckers. End off. Tiger sharks. Do, oh, do they like tigers? Pricks. Maybe we should check a tiger in there and see if they actually eat. That'd be a good death match, wouldn't it? Tiger shark fight off. Tiger shark, tiger fight off. I'm done with that. Let's arrange it. If you want to uh, help us support that, go on <laughs> Patreon <laughs> at uh, Robot Fries. Yeah, well, we've got to find a place where there's tiger shops. We might have, we'll have to buy a boat, so we need to probably never... No, uh, just rent one. Well, no, nah, we'll just get... No, we'll, we'll, our listeners want to, you know, have a good time, so okay. we, we make them buy a decent we'll, million pound yacht. We'll get a ferry. I mean, we just get... We, but imagine that. You know, port. We'll call it imagine, Titanic 2. Imagine, imagine that the port is, is you, you're going off, you're like, well, okay, these random lads, right? They've got a fucking tiger on, on board. I'm going to feed it to a I'm tiger gonna shark, I'm going to feed it mate. to a tiger shark. I want to see just what relax. wins... A tiger shark or a shark? It's all paid for by Patreon, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, it's got it squared away. We've actually got two tigers because what we're going to do is we're going to give it a fair competition. We're going to pull out a, a, a tiger shark and put it on land and let the tiger fight the shark. <laughs> and we're going to put one in the sea and see who wins. I think it's going to be a one-one draw. It's a scientific investigation. Yeah, it's a one-one draw. I think. So there you go. We heard it first. Let's uh, let's get this money going on Patreon. And then and then I think the next task then right is uh, 
what you have to do as as like the um, extra time penalty shootout. What you do is you have you, you basically you drown a you you put a tiger's head in the water until it dies, and you pull a shark out of the water until it dies, and you time it. And which okay. one which one lasts the longest wins overall? This is the internal workings of Rob's mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's the extra time. There's no penalties. You just that's it. Oh, it kind of penalties, man. Unless they draw on times that they die out in and out of the water. No, that's not happening. That's about, I mean, as, that's I about as coincidental as Prince Andrew going for a pizza yeah. and woking, mate. I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> I just, I, I can't work out what a penalty shootout would be, to be fair now. So it's going to have to be that. But if it was a draw, I'd be like, I'm going to have to do it again. Just keep doing it until... Best you want any more Tigers? <laughs> <laughs> Patreon. <Go on. laughs> Right, so sorry, that was a bit of a random tangent. Don't matter, mate. Um, right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go through the the uh, the sinking of the um, of the Titanic, the the official accepted story, and then we'll get into the conspiracy mm-hmm. itself. So it happened at about eleven forty on the fourteenth of April, nineteen twelve, about four hundred miles off the coast of Newfoundland, whilst it was travelling between Southampton and New York. Now, the iceberg is usually portrayed in the films or TV programs, documentaries, whatever you want to see, mm-hmm. as as a lone iceberg, and that's false. There was shitloads about at the time. The chances of hitting just one would be mad, wouldn't it? Yeah. So what would have happened is they would have expected, they would have built it enough to go through, hit certain ones. Because obviously sure they're going to hit loads. It's not going to be one big iceberg, is it? There's going to be shitloads around. It wasn't like some sort of ice cutter boat. It wasn't designed, they were meant to steer around this shit. Um, but the, it actually went through an area of the Atlantic called Iceberg Alley, and there were apparently six warnings of icebergs and ice sheets radioed to the Titanic from other that, other ships that day. And passengers on board the Titanic also reported, like, looking over the edge and seeing shit floating past and off in the distance. And the conditions at the time, that, that, that month and earlier on in the year, 1912 were the worst they had been in 50 years. They were effectively like steaming into a giant ice field. Okay. Which is pretty fucking bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know the movie, it's kind of like there's one giant iceberg. Yes, it's not, it wasn't like that. No way. There's no way it would just be one giant iceberg. No. It'd be loads of little ones and then there'd be obviously ice big sheets. Ones. Yeah, there'd be all sorts of stuff. So, so when you see that, you think, you know, what a load of shit. But anyway, go on. So to make matters worse, the, the warning messages weren't from other boats weren't relayed to um, the captain of the Titanic, Edward John Smith. The the radio op- operators on board weren't Titanic's crew members, and their jobs were they were like work for I think they were for like Marconi or something. The, the uh, like the radio dude, uh, their job was to send and receive messages for passengers. Uh, weather reports were sort of I suppose a, a secondary concern, which is pretty fucking mental so they receive we're receiving messages <laughs> of ice sheets and like nah fuck that man Deirdre wants to talk to someone back at home and tell her to let the cat out yeah that takes precedence over anything else yeah I you, mean this ship may sink and die no 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 Deirdre needs to tell her husband that dinner, the kettle on she or? needs to put his dinner in the microwave for two minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> how primitive was it man no radar no sonar. It was just a large coal-powered boat in the middle of the freezing ocean. Yeah. And, like, you've got a few lads looking over the edge with their eyeballs in the pitch black to try and see shit. And they didn't even have binoculars on the boat, you know. They didn't even have binoculars? They left them behind. Oh, yeah. It was some sort of mix-up. Like, one of the guys who was meant How to... How the be fuck like, do you leave binoculars behind? The guy who was meant to be, like, in the crow's nest wasn't on board the ship and he took the, he took the fucking binoculars with him. And they left him in Southampton. Fucking what? 
And even well, though he, he got fucking lucky, didn't he? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or did he though? Because uh, uh, was that an excuse mm. for him? Did they go shit? We've hit an iceberg. If we, oh, who, who are we going to blame? Let's fucking throw the binoculars off and just go. It must be his fault <laughs> because we didn't have any binoculars to see the fucking iceberg. Yeah, just blame it. Double blag it. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that's what it's about. So even though you could see actual real dangers from from the deck of the boat, the Titanic was travelling at almost full speed. It was really, really kicking ass through the water. It was trying to make that voyage as fast as possible. It was going about 22 knots or about 25 mile an hour. Full speed was, I think, 25 knots, which is I think is about 27 mile an hour. Right. And the weather conditions... Sorry, that sounded like, <laughs> like it's been strangled <laughs> out the back. <laughs> That's fucking Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> the weather conditions were perfect. It was, but it was really fucking cold. Really, I mean, the air was freezing, um, and the water I think was something like minus two. Okay, it was dark as fuck because the moon wasn't out, and the ocean was flat calm at the time, which they reckon actually fucked them up proper bad. Because if it was choppy, they would have seen the iceberg further away, bobbing up and down. You know what I mean? They would go, there it is. It's gone again. Now yeah. it's back up. Oh dear, there's something. It would have given them further visibility. So at 11.39, a lookout called Frederick Fleet spotted the Titanic with his fucking eyeballs, right? Fucking hell, he's got eyeballs. He spotted, <laughs> sorry, spotted, the, spotted the iceberg. He's just literally standing on the... Yeah, on yeah. The, on the went, there's a big fuck-off iceberg yeah. there. He's coming right at us. So he telephoned the bridge and he said, um, lads, there's, um, <laughs> there's an iceberg dead ahead. He had to call three times, apparently, because there was no response. I think they were, like, asleep or something. So that makes sense. Valuable time missed. Uh, the officer in charge, James Moody, gave the order f- to, I think it's like, make a mover called hard starboard. It's basically just like full lock to the right, I believe. Basically handbrake turning. Yeah. What you can do in the sea is a handbrake turn. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. You know you're in trouble when someone's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> handbrake turn. Yeah, yeah. What? And yeah. He, and, but the iceberg was huge, by the way. The top of this, the ice, it was above the deck of the Titanic. Okay. So when they hit it, like ice was falling in. And, but because of the proximity... How, did, how the fuck do you miss that? Well, like, the thing they they did... It wasn't like it they loomed saw out it and they just went, Oh, look, there's an iceberg. This thing, this boat didn't like... It wasn't very responsive. It was not like a fighter jet. You know what well, I mean? Obviously, it's a fucking boat. It's a coal-powered giant boat in 1912 and you're like right turn to the right and like five days later it starts to actually do it um, so because of like where the the iceberg was when they spotted it and the speed that the Titanic was travelling almost you know full whack this hard handbrake turn in the middle of the ocean was basically nothing more than a last ditch effort to, to like you know an evasive manoeuvre mm-hmm. it didn't work and they tried by the sounds of it to, to swing the front of the boat like around the iceberg and then roll the back Around it as well to sort of swing the like roll the whole boat around it. So, so the the sort of the power of of it being hit gets pushed out rather than getting a full force. Yeah, they wanted to, yeah they wanted to just like roll yeah, yeah. and it, it didn't obviously it didn't work and uh, it hit a, a submerged part of the um, of this giant ice cube in the ocean on the right hand side. The impact lasted, reports say, around seven seconds. And the hole, which I mean, I thought this was going to be like enormous. There's loads of different numbers. In Six bo- inches. Yeah. <laughs> three and a half mil. It's <laughs> a sink the whole boat. <laughs> so, well, yeah, just put your hand took, on it. It took six weeks to sink. <laughs> yeah. Fuck all we could do for yeah. half a year. There's a lot of the numbers with the Titanic. There's a lot of varying numbers from doing this research. But um, 
like they did some ultrasound surveys on the wreck, which indicated it was about 13 foot square. So it doesn't sound very big, but when that's under the water, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's submerged, it's it's then it dropped down like like four or five times bigger than the, the surface it a, of it. It was a big Similar lad, like, isn't it? It was a big lad. Yeah, you can. But, but on the outside, you couldn't actually see the hole. It just the boat looked fine. It just, it just it looked. Just, t- it was just slowly going down just as slowly it was moving. Down. They reckon something like seven tons of of ocean water poured in per second. Okay, right, which is fifteen times faster than they could pump it out. So immediately, do you, yeah. There's a there's a big problem here. Proper problem. Mm. We got a real problem. Lads, get your buckets. Yeah, you can. Have you got any really big buckets? Which can hold all the water in one go. Yeah, like massive. Have buckets. you got seven ton buckets? <laughs> yeah, and lots of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need seven every second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so seven minutes after the impact, the engines. I don't know whether they stopped. I'm, I'm guessing that they did, but whatever. Engine power was cut. And they were basically up Shit Creek <laughs> a paddle at literally midnight. Yeah, yeah. With no one around. It took two hours and 40 minutes to eventually break apart and sink. So, like, that made me think, okay, well, shit's, shit's fucked. You know it. But you've got two hours and 40 minutes. History yeah, yeah. tells us. If yeah. you act quick, get a mayday out. I mean, whatever that... Whatever the fucking was. I think it was a cage of pigeons, wasn't it? With notes. Fucking help. Where are we? I don't fucking know. Yeah, probably. And you could start getting people are We are at these coordinates now, but we won't be in about five minutes. We'll be at these coordinates, but about four miles down. It's fucked, mate. And obviously, as we all know, there weren't enough lifeboats to accommodate the passengers and crew. I tell you what, they've really done well, so... I'm blaming that on the binocular geezer. It sounds insane, doesn't it? That you'd attempt. It's his fault. There's no, no, you know, he's got no binoculars, and he's also hasn't put the safety ships out. Why, why would you attempt a transatlantic crossing without enough lifeboats to carry all people? It's because of the health and safety wasn't as good though, back then. Well, they it definitely fucking wasn't because when we get into the conspiracy, we, there's a part of it which isn't a conspiracy; it's fact, and you will be fucking shocked at what they were willing to do. You know, you know the band which were apparently were playing as it went down. Yeah. If you were like the um, I don't know, violinist or whatever, right? Yeah. When you'd be looking around, going, what the fuck? Yeah, get the fuck off, Gary. We're stopping this now. What? When? How important is this tune? Yeah, we might as well fucking you know. What what would you play? What would you play? As you thought? I want to know what the final tune was. Do we know? The, the reason why they didn't have enough lifeboats, they said at the time the Titanic was such an advanced ship, there was no need for any additional... Okay. <laughs> I mean, Obviously. Are, you, are you sure, lads? You're going to be thousands of miles out in the ocean? Are you fucking sure? And when the lifeboats were launched, they weren't filled to capacity. I mean, everyone... Everyone's probably heard about this. But isn't it women and children first, apparently? Was that true, or was that just some, something that sort, was said? Sort of, there's a lot of things. I, I think I can imagine people just going, fuck that, and people just fighting because... They were at the end. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah. I mean, this is the main reason why... Not that people. I would do that. I'm just saying that I can't imagine people going, I would. Okay. I'd use children as a fucking... La- I'd make a life raft out of them, the little I'd fuckers. Be, I'd be like, this, that's two humans there. It's a two-pointer, that one. Surf them. It's a two-pointer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one's a three-pointer. Why? Because it's under one. They'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not on the boat. You're not on the How same many points b- are we allowed on this boat? Kick <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, come on. <laughs> In total, the Titanic carried 20 lifeboats, which was only enough for, I think it was about 1,180 people. And there was something like 2,200 on board. So some fuckers drew the, str- the short straw immediately before they even left port. If anything went wrong, there's a fair view of you. You better 
bring your fucking armband. They must have it. known that though. They must. They oh, must. They have, knew that, but they, they just have known. They yeah, they must that. have gone. If even if they went, it's a tight, solid plan. Nothing's going to go wrong. Yeah, but if it does, what's what's plan B? But having said that, though, right, people will happily get on a passenger jet and fly at thirty-six thousand feet, five hundred and fifty, six hundred mile an hour. True. And there's zero chance of, well, almost zero chance of, of you surviving if something goes wrong up there. Yeah, yeah. You but don't yeah. have safety like planes, do you, which like yeah. pop out the bottom <laughs> yeah, that you can you jump onto and fly <laughs> off. You can <laughs> <the> eject to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Special planes you just jump on and fly off. Between is, loads man, of mini planes that everyone's flying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be pretty cool. But people still go to Tenerife. I suppose Tenerife's worth the gamble. Ah, well, fuck it, it won't happen. Yeah, it's Tenerife. It's fucking, you know... Six tequilas for five euros. Let's go. It's worth life and death for that. Yeah. Campbell. I'm on that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it could have carried 64 lifeboats, but they were like, nah, the deck looks cluttered with that many boats on. Get them off. You're like, you fucking, isn't hindsight a motherfucker? Yeah. Seriously, that's what they did. They put all the boats on and it just, they were like, can't move around. Going to get some shit pictures. Take them off. It's mad. On the plus side, though, it carried three and a half thousand life jackets. Which oh, is they've got the right amount of jackets. More, grab two, mate. Are they uh, heated jackets? By any chance? Unfortunately not. It's oh, 1912. Fucking bastards. And they were fucking That's useless. what they needed, didn't they? They, they? I don't know why they didn't think about that. It, it would have been good. Heated life jackets, yeah. <laughs> I think anything would have been good. Just like, you know, just piss in a bag and then jump in the sea. It might retain some warmth for a little bit. Why didn't they all just carry... Like, like, like little, literally like hard bags that you fill up with air and you just go, hmm. <laughs> it's like a float, yeah. it's like a boy, but like, I don't mean like a, a child boy, I mean a boy boy as in like, you know, fisherman's boy. Yeah. Not like a, I'm digging not like a hole a here. What I mean is, yes, one of those things which points in the water, which tells That's you to stick to that road, is that sea path or whatever it's fucking <laughs> called. <laughs> yeah. Ocean signpost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not go here or do not swim past this. Icebergs this way. This is a travelling area and whatever. So most of the people that ended up in the ocean, they didn't drown. They just f- they just froze to death, which isn't, I mean, it's minutes, not surprising. Minutes, in it, I imagine. Well, it was minus two. It was just above the freezing point of, of salt water. It was 28 Fahrenheit for whatever. So yeah. it's even worse. You can't even like walk on it. I mean, you know, I mean, if it was frozen, it wasn't salt water. You go fuck it out. You can walk and go fucking walk. Yeah, sound. You know, what I mean, dig a few holes. You know, in in the ice, Some grab ice some fish. In. You know what I mean? Burn a few sofas because of that bastard salt. Yeah, <laughs> it freezes less. Can you imagine the horror though. Get jumping into that water, knowing where you are. You're like, where are we? In the middle of the Atlantic. What year is it? 1912. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do we have jumbo jets which can get us out of here quickly? Nope. Uh, Where's the nearest boat? What, what's a jumbo jet? Oh, fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. There was also confusion on how to get the lifeboats into the water and um, and how you to board them. Don't just fuck them off the edge. Well, Isn't the technical term? Well, there was an evacuation drill that was scheduled to take place to educate the passengers, but it was cancelled because they had to go to church. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey. So it's God's fault, then? Blame. It's all part. Everything's well. Everything that well, happens, did, mate, is, is did part someone of God's. not prayed hard enough? Of course not. You have to pray. Someone really must. Hard. Someone must have not prayed hard enough. And he's gone. Do you know what? I'm not happy with this here. I, I can see some of you are trying, but it's half of you aren't. How many two points are right, on board? Right. Big iceberg. Like like a like on a fucking iPad, just into it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Takes a really Swipe your finger across. Path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Curved angle. Wallop. <laughs> like fucking really fast. And some passengers didn't believe that the uh, the boat was sinking, and they stayed in their in their rooms, like um, 
because I didn't want to go onto the deck in the freezing cold to check. And they were like, nah, nah, it's fine, it's fine. It's Some people are fu- fucking cold. Some in people a minute. are fucked hearts, aren't they? It took 80 minutes to launch all boats in total, and it should have taken, I think, about 10 minutes for like a trained crew of professionals. It should have taken, you know, you should have got them in the water pretty quick. And out of the 20 boats that are on board, 18 were launched successfully, and two floated away into the chaos. There's only apparently. 20 boats. 20 boats, yeah, 20 lifeboats. They took took the other fucking 42 off or whatever because they wanted the deck to be free, so you could have. I thought, I thought it was going to be more lifeboats than that, but like obviously still less. Not 20. enough, yeah. There's loads of different things. There's, there's loads of conflicting sort of numbers regarding the Titanic, mm-hmm. so whatever, man. I'm just somebody sitting in my pants reading stuff off the internet. If you're going to go, eh, there were 21 boats. Fuck off. It's close. Do you know what I mean? So in total, nine people were pulled out of the ocean alive. Um, another 30 people survived by sitting on wreckage, like, you know, like um, doors, like Kate Winslet. She survived from doing that, didn't she? You have to... Kicking yeah, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio off or whatever. What it was. was it? What was it? It was like a was it on the fucking on the piece of wood? What was it with the the wood? What it was like a wasn't like a wardrobe door? How conveniently lucky is that? Yeah. And the thing is, wouldn't the wardrobe door just sink anyway? If it was made of wood, no, I would imagine it would float. And where's the life jacket? There's more than enough on board. Fucking. Do you know what that 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 on the movie? Right. This is what annoys me. Right. <laughs> on that movie. There's enough room for two. You probably could fit three people on that. It yeah. might might start sinking it then, but two people easy would fit on that. And she just fucking lay on it and went, no, you'll be okay. Don't leave me. I'm freezing to death in here. I've got no choice in a minute. I'm going yeah. to the fifth dimension. Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, there's another room for like two people on this. No, I need it because I'm cold. He was well cold, man. I do remember, I haven't seen that film in ages, but I do remember thinking, looking at it, going, there's fucking... Shitloads of room. There was shitloads. There could have been another two people on that. <laughs> And to be honest, I'm surprised people didn't just push her off and <laughs> jump on it. Just upend it. I've got children here. This is, it, is a two-pointer. It'd be interesting to see how, how, like, I don't know if, like, people were completely submerged and were able to get onto wreckage. I don't know whether they'd survive. Because if the air temperature was freezing and the ocean was freezing and you're soaking wet, you're in trouble. Mm, yeah. You're yeah, in you're real fucked. trouble, man. You imagine just getting from a hot shower. Free, run, freezing outside now. Yeah, yeah. You'll be f- your if, cock if, yeah. look like an acorn. I mean, I mean, you'd be mega unlucky, wouldn't you, if if you just come out the shower as well? Yeah. You'd be like, oh my god, it's sinking as well. But you somehow stay on the boat, you'd still freeze to death. Yeah, it's bad though. Like stepping, standing on the tip of the boat, which is deciding to stay up for some reason. Oh, there was a guy that did that, and I more on him. He's a fucking legend. I'll, t- I'll tell what you did about he do? him. Did he just no, drink loads of whiskey. And go fuck you, Jesus Christ. So, uh, lifeboat number one had a capacity for sixty-five people, but only twelve were on board, which is. You know, fuck those second-class citizens, I suppose. But so that wasn't so actually it wasn't case. even women and children on that one. It was just like people pay lots of money for this one. Not ri- when it's not everyone's going to die. Nope, it's not. That's not strictly true. It's. I suppose it's a good angle to to you know what, to, to add to the story. But that's not that's what happened. That's a good point. That's a good. Why don't they have first-class lifeboats? So you can they go did, on and everyone got on them. <laughs> no, what I mean is, what I mean is, you have um, like there's a waiter on there, and you got loads of mo- like booze and like food and like heating and a telly. Obviously not back then, but you know what I mean. And you have like the peasant ones. You go, well, yeah, okay, they're, they're they're safe, but they're on. You know, we're higher than them, so you know we've got our bar here. We're happy. Well, it's not. It's not strictly true that it's not because. I know. So, so I, I clearly know that isn't true. No, no. no I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some passengers didn't didn't want to get off the Titanic, which sounds completely crazy because they didn't believe it was sinking. And I kind of get that. Like, it, it, there's no visible hole. At this point, it's not 
leaning madly to like yeah, you know, yeah. it's not fucking toppling over and everyone's saying right do you want to get in this wooden lifeboat and take your chances in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and they were like nah nah I don't think so yeah. it, it looks stable I, su- I suppose I suppose you'll have some which don't didn't believe it was sinking some thinking well if it sinks we're dead anyway so we might as well stay on and hope that it doesn't sink just get in the boat and, if and it then sink, some people some people who are obviously in the sea they're going to die aren't they so it's, it's, it's people like they, uh, they stayed on board thinking that the boat, the Titanic itself, was more, you know, favourable than the um, the lifeboats until it upended and snapped in half. And then the lifeboats looked great. Then, yeah, it's too fucking true. late. Only one lifeboat returned to pick people up who were floating about in the water. Now the reason being was apparently they were worried that the um, the the Titanic would actually pull them down, pull the lifeboat down with them. Which I'm not sure if that's strictly true. You you, you know um um. Like pilots, yeah, like uh, military pilots, they have a briefing after. Yeah, how do you think the briefing went after that? The all Titanic, Geezer <laughs> went down <laughs> with it, didn't yeah. he? Well, yeah, but whoever's left, they went okay. So what went wrong with this mission? So um, everything. <laughs> um, where do you want me to start? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's really creepy though is that that one lifeboat that I mean, majority of them didn't turn back to help, but one did. But they said that the. Um, the boat was almost overwhelmed by the massive amount of terrified people that were just floating about in the water because there was hundreds of people. They were like just scrambling to get in. They were like kicking them out like a scene from The Walking Dead at the sea. It's fucking horrible, man. Mm. So in total, I think something around 472 lifeboat seats just completely unused. So there you go, straight away. There could have been an additional 472 people saved. Well, it's, it's the thing is... When it gets to points where it's survival, people panic, people go and don't irrationally think, do they? So things can go more tits up than usual, can't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just because of that. I mean, like you're saying there, you know what I mean? The space could have been used, people are scrambling, people getting sort of pushed off because everyone's just kind of fucking fighting. That's it. I know it's a desperate moment, but we need to just chill out and fucking figure it out, lads. Yeah, exactly. And lasses. Yeah, just, just, just act, just don't panic and just be cool. But it wasn't meant to be. So an hour and ten minutes. They all need a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they need. They probably would have. It could have helped them, actually. Yeah, probably would have. Could have given them a bit of fuel. Yeah. So it sank um, in about an hour and ten minutes. And then the uh, rescue... No, it's two hours, 40 minutes to take to sank. And then about an hour and ten minutes after it totally went down, the rescue ship, the Carpathia, I believe it's called, turned up. But everybody in the water was dead as fuck by then. Um, and that was that. Clusterfuck. The Titanic sank like a stone. The location of the wreckage yep. wasn't known for... De- I mean, they had a rough idea, but they didn't know exactly where it was. They hadn't located it. But in 1985, it was found during, I believe, a secret Cold War military mission. And the US Navy were looking for the wreckage of two nuclear submarines, one called the Thresher, another one called the Scorpion. Uh, they were following a, a debris trail across the, the ocean floor from one of the subs. And it was like a, co- a comet-shaped like trash mess on the bottom of the sea and it fanned out a long long way cut a long story short they just followed this this trail out and spotted an old school boiler lying on the bottom of the of the seabed and they were like that's not from a nuclear submarine where's that from what do you know it looks like it's from the 1914 titanic it was the fucking titanic was it 1914 1912 near enough close i mean you know whatever it was found in two halves um obviously snapped in half, that were landed on the seabed about a third of a mile from each other. Fucking hardcore, man, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean... Clusterfuck of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it, to me, it just sounds like, yeah, well, that's it. It's just like, 
Um, but by that point, though, it's it's not even no one concentrates on the clusterfuck. They just go, um, can we point at someone and point blame them? Who's the scapegoat? It's binocular yeah. boy. Binocular boy, yeah. Binocular boy. I'm guessing he ran for his life when it, everyone was going, where's binocular boy? Yeah, they went, he went down. It's he his went, fault. Didn't they spot it? But didn't have any binoculars. And he went, uh, he looked a bit shady. <laughs> and went upstairs, looked in his bag and went, fuck, I've left the binoculars in my bag. Shit, took yeah. it with me. It's my fault. Everyone died. Do you ever have a guy called Charles uh, Jorgin? Jorgin, I believe. Uh, Fucking no. legend. It's the one bloke you were talking about earlier. He was a... Head was this an old fella? He, I don't I know how old he was. He was he was head baker, right, on the Titanic, and he and he didn't get on the didn't get on one sounds of the sounds like lifeboats. a dude already. Head baker sounds like a cool job. He mate, he was a fucking legend. It's not like head chef. He's head baker. It's different. He's yeah, get, he just bakes bread and, and stuff. Yeast. Yeah, but um, he he got instead of getting on a lifeboat, I don't know why he didn't get on it. I did think he, he was did like he cook himself up a boat out of bread. No, he cooked himself <laughs> up a storm at the bar, drinking oh, nice. whiskey, and got smashed out of his fucking head. And he literally rode the boat down into the sea, like when it upended and, and, went, and went down. He climbed up it. You know, you see people when yeah, he goes yeah. down, they run the opposite yeah, way to well, try to not die, basically. He fucking yeah, yeah. literally surfed it into the sea. And he said he hit the water and barely got his head wet. He, he survived, like, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in the water for two two hours. Two hours, he said, I barely felt the cold. Blind, blind pissed, that's barely why. Fe- yeah, he, he had said, his beer I, jacket on. I had a few tumblers of whiskey before I went in. Is he from Newcastle? <laughs> yeah, he was swimming <laughs> like a hot tub, mate. He's going, fucking hell, it's like 40 degrees in here, man. Yeah, he's taking his top off. <laughs> <laughs> <Boiling> man. <laughs> so that's what happened. Or was it? We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the juicy conspiracy. Oh, I like it. Get onto the conspiracy. So, to explain the supposed conspiracy, we've got to go back to the beginning when the Titanic was constructed. And it was built in Belfast at the Harlan and Wolf Wolf Shipyard by a company called White Star, which was owned by a fella called John Pierpont Morgan, or J.P. Morgan, as he's probably known around the world. At the time... J.P. Morgan also owned U.S. Steel, General Electrics, as well as J.P. Morgan Chase, which um, obviously is a, is, a, is a bank. And it's interesting that this, this supposed conspiracy starts with, with, a, with a banker, because everybody trusts bankers, I believe. Well, they bail them out if something goes wrong, because obviously they don't trust them. So White Star was in competition with a company called the uh, Cunard Line, who had more ships which could travel faster. Because this is like, I suppose it's like a uh, a shit version of air travel, <laughs> getting people well, yeah, around the that, world. That was the thing at the time, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, the, the only way really, wasn't it? Like, I mean, if you want to go to that place, you go in there. So it's like on a pl- boat. Yeah, breaking ground and setting new records. And White Star mm. wanted to concentrate on luxury liners that had a, a large passenger capacity, but they weren't especially fast. 
It's like a, they took a totally different didn't approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a, make a the trip The experience out. of it. So just bombing there, going yeah. over the ocean. We'll yeah, like everyone else wants to get there in like four whiskey. seconds. But now they're like, well, there's a whole experience. It's a 16-month tour <laughs> to get to Australia. Then you, you spend a week there and you have a 16-month journey back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So construction started on the uh, 31st of March 1909 and was completed at the beginning of 1912. And they had like a few finishing touches and uh, the Titanic was launched for sea trials on the 31st of March 1912. And the sea trials only lasted two hours. It might be worth remembering that as I'm going to get through this. Two hours. Sea trials for an ocean-class liner, two hours, Mm -hmm. which was conducted on uh, an inland lake. Is I say, like say is that like literally like just like pulling off the port and yeah. reversing back, kicking the tyres or something? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the Titanic was what well, it wasn't a one-off ship. It was part of the Olympic class of ocean liners built by White Star. Mm-hmm. There were three in total. You had the Olympic, which was launched in June 1911, one year before the the Titanic. Then you have the, the Titanic, obviously, and then the final ship was the Britannica which was launched in February 1914. I'm not going to mention the Britannica again because there's no real need, but it's interesting to note that it actually... They didn't want a maiden of a... Yeah, they made yeah. three, and it, it sank in, in November 1916 after hitting a sea mine. Fucking hell. Just don't go with that company. Yeah, yeah. A sink. Quality of making uh, boats. Sea like mine? But what the fuck? <laughs> so the Olympic was actually bigger than the Titanic by nine inches. So they yeah. say. It's how, not did, that big. how did they measure that out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Long Gary, come here. <laughs> whack, whack it out. That's not about nine <laughs> inches. So, so it wasn't the biggest boat, like everybody thinks, but it was heavier in tonnage, and that's where the claim lies true. Mm-hmm. The two boats were very similar in appearance, and um, I suppose it would take like, like a, a boat spotter. Or you know, or somebody in the know to be able to tell them apart just by looking. But having Boat said that, spotter, like a train spotter. Yeah, I'm guessing they're out there. Yeah. <clears throat> Why not, man? I suppose. But if you look at the photographs, and there are a few available, you can tell the difference just by looking at them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, both the Olympic and the Titanic were essentially born from the same blueprints, cast okay. from the same fire, so to speak. They were nearly identical, but as construction moved along. Changes were made. Did and they, they stick a nine-inch dildo on the front <laughs> yeah, yeah. to make it that a bit longer? Just to make it, just to make it that bit bigger. Just, <laughs> just a ten-inch, mate. Yeah, yeah, just lean over the front. Yeah, yeah. Um, like changes were made, like number of portholes and deck plans. Portholes. Yeah, port they holes. could go into different dimensions. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. fifth dimension <laughs> and sixth dimension was on the Olympic, yeah. and uh, <laughs> Titanic would go to. I think it was the twelfth and the fifteenth. Oh right, okay, that sounds good. Why, why did they miss out the 11th? Shit, mate. Oh, right, fair enough. Shit, mate. Yeah. The Britannica covered that. But they didn't know it about it. It was a shit, mate, who got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, forward deck A on the Titanic was, yeah. um, on the Olympic, sorry, was, was open air for its entire length. So okay. you just walk out and just be out. In, yeah. And on the Titanic, it was enclosed by windows. Okay. And the Titanic's wing bridges extended over the ocean uh, about two foot. But on the Olympic, they were flushed, uh, flushed with the hull. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm Obviously, I know that. exactly what all these, these things mean. Starboard. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, port. <laughs> Four, I mean, what? Port bound. I don't even know the words. We'll so go with that. So there's a few differences, but it's interesting to note that many of these subtle differences were apparently altered on the Olympic to seemingly match the Titanic after it sank. 
For instance, I said the Titanic had 16 portholes on deck C and the Olympic had 14. Why didn't they just go through the portholes? They would have got away. They would have got away with it, wouldn't they? What? What? Well, it was, what do you mean? Into dif- different dimensions. And you're going, fuck it, I want to go to Bob Aidos. That's number seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking Rick and Morty boat, this yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um,. Uh, as I anyway, uh, I'll just I'll fuck the, yeah. They, they were different in certain ways. In certain ways, the Olympic, when it was on its fifth voyage out at sea uh, on the twentieth of September nineteen eleven, which is only five months after it launched, it had a bit of an accident. Shall fifth we say fifth voyages? So you got Titanic, which had lasted one, and that one lasted five. But I believe it was its fourth crash. What the fuck? Yeah. This one, you go, what's the value of building this and the money I'm going to make? Is it, how long is this line going to be around for? Ah. Well, maybe maybe half maybe half a fucking... Like, Interesting. You right, would say okay. that. Right. Okay. Interesting. I'm, I'm interested to hear what you're going to say now. Okay. Was the, the Olympic... Insurance job. Was, yeah, was travelling <laughs> up the Solent Canal, which is an area of water between... In a canal? No. <laughs> yeah, no wonder it crashed. <laughs> yeah. You ain't going to fit that through there, mate. Come on. Yeah, it's, but it, yeah, they call parts, don't they? But it was an yeah, area yeah. walk between the uh, the Isle of Wight and the UK. At the same time, there was a British naval cruiser called the Hawk, which is also moving through, and they attempted to like you know pass each other side by side, and unfortunately, they hit each other. It seems like everyone's fucking blind back then, just ramming into things left, right, and centre. Yeah, you, know, you know these people who park on the side of the motorways and people driving to the back of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, you've got those in control of the people of driving these boats, right? Th- driving th- the boats. Yeah, that'll know. do. That'll yeah. do. I think it's because these things just take like the turning circle on the on these on like a cars, like you know, like twenty foot, and on one of these boats, it's like fifteen miles. So they, yeah, if they see something and they go, right, turn. It's like, well... But if you can see a dot in the distance, wouldn't you just turn slightly left instantly? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And then and then when things get close, you go, no, we're completely safe now. We'll get back on track. But not when you're going down the Solent Canal, mate. It's, it's fucking thin. Yeah, well, well yeah. I imagine it's like the Birmingham canals. No, it's not like that. It's, I, think, I don't know how wide it is. It's something like... No, it's, I've been... I've been... Because um, I went to the Isle of um, Wight, didn't I? And it's, I'm guessing it's probably literally the run... Through, there's no reason for two boats to hit there. It's no, big no. enough. No, there's there's, there's um, but it's the fucking ocean. Yeah, that's what I mean. And there's boys, which I don't know if they had boys then, but oh, uh, boys again, Prince yeah. Andrew fan over yeah. here. <laughs> not not boys in the water, but boys in the water. Mm. So but, um, yeah, but yeah, and it's like blue and red basically means blue means go there, red means go there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I reckon that's basically. why they crashed. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. So just for good measure, the bow of the Hawk, which is a military vessel, had been designed to sink ships by ramming them. Oh, perfect. And they hit each other. Well, why not? You may as well. If you're gonna, if you, you don't want to go down, do you? You may as well put them down. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So the impact ripped two massive holes in the Olympic. One was above the waterline, the other one was below, and it also fucked up its propeller, which was something like 100 tonnes in weight. They you can imagine enormous. that. You know, you're like an insurance claim, you know, when people crash in... I saw a crash today, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was only a little one, but anyway. Um, Anyone died? You know, no, no. Nah, fuck it, it wasn't uh, worth it. It wasn't worth it. One it point. quite boring. Hence, I would have mentioned it earlier on if, if someone died on this blood spurt and everywhere. I would have gone, yes, you should have seen this. You would have seen it on Facebook? Yeah, yeah. I would have videoed it and gone, oh, yeah. Don't wanking become an episode. Up, wanking over it. No joke. Let me, don't become an episode. They'll be like, what you want about? Don't become an episode. Here's a robot's right sticker on a, on the dead person's face. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I forgot what I was saying now. Oh, yes, insurance claim. You know when people stop and they go, you okay? You'd be like, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> as you're you carrying on, as you're going past. We are, but you're not. 
I'm fine. You're fucked. I'm afraid. Bye. So as so as well as as like you know having like a bent propeller and just massive holes in the in the hull of the ship, which water was pissing in. It also bent its keel, which I'm led to believe is a terminal injury for a vessel of, you know, an ocean-going vessel to sustain. When you bend that fucker... It's going to snap. It's like bending the frame of a car. Mm-hmm. You, you, up, I mean, you go around the circle. I don't know if it's like <laughs> bending a frame of a car, but uh, it sounds good. Well, yeah, if you're going for a car-sized vehicle, maybe, yeah. So we've got two really expensive, banged-up ships, and someone's got to pay, obviously. Now, White Star didn't want to cough up, and neither did the, the Royal Navy. And it went to a naval inquest, which, unsurprisingly, ruled in favour of, of the, the Navy. Navy. That's yeah. strange, that is. And they said that, and the military don't fuck up, so it's, it's got to be the Olympics' fault. Um, this meant that White Star, the parent company of the boat, had to pay for the damages to the Hawk and okay. repair the Olympic... Okay, and these are like these are like space stations of the the of ocean. The day, yeah. yeah. So you don't want to bang them because it's so it's a conspiracy. Like as you can see, so it's heading down a financial route here, and we've got J.P. Morgan involved. Oh, the banker, because he owns the company. Now, enter- sorry, I mean wank- I mean bank. Yeah, I did mean banker. <laughs> so now we're going to bring in the uh, insurance company Lloyd's of London, who insured the Olympic and all of White Star's boats. As part of the contract, in the event of a claim, Lloyd's were to pay 75% of any damages and White Star had to pay the remaining 25%. So I suppose it's like, like an excess or just a low the, yeah, that's the premium the, because yeah. they're fucking mad it's expensive excess, boats. Though, isn't it? That's what it is. You, you have to pay the excess and we'll sort the rest out. It's just, yeah, it's, it's never been done before. This is like mad expensive stuff. But Lloyd said the Olympic... It's like the Ferrari of Boat World. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the space station. It's, it's, it's like a... Yeah, yeah. It's a space exactly. station. So, so we're trying to ensure the space or, station. Or like a really expensive plane, basically, yeah. at the time. Yeah. Crashing into another expensive military plane. Fuck! On f- four times out of five times. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. So Lloyd said the Olympic was beyond economic repair. <clears throat> they said it was beyond economic repair. And they said it was only worth its scrap metal value, which they reckon was like 100 grand. Doesn't sound a lot, but it's like 19, 12 money. So it's about a billion quid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, reco- it, that's obviously not cool because the repair bill was £125,000. So it was 25 grand over already. And uh, the boat had already been repaired at this point because it needed to be in operation to make money. For instance, the first ticket on the, I know we talk about the Titanic, but they're almost identical boats trying to do the same job, was 77 grand. So imagine having a, losing a boat that's producing that kind of revenue. Mm. So it's fucking mega money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need that. You need that up and running, man. Constantly. Yeah. Because you spent so much money on the fucker. Got to exactly. get it back. Yeah, you got. Your, well, you got to get your money back somehow. So Not on one journey. No, no, yeah, don't rush it. These fuckers seem to only last like one journey or five and <laughs> crash four like times. Disposable out of boats. Yeah, does it, it is. It's like a disposable boat, isn't it? And that's the best way. You might as well just go. Here's a rubber dinghy. Go over there. <laughs> the lifeboats last yeah, yeah. longer. <laughs> yeah. So White Star even cannibalized parts off the Titanic. They took the propeller off and fitted it to the Olympic to to speed up its its repair process and get it back out, okay. earning money. But it was still technically a write off due to its bent keel. Yeah. Whatever. Sashi. Sash, I can't say it. Sashi as a car. Sash. What? I can't say it. I don't even know what you're trying to say. The, the, the frame. The whole Chassis. frame. Yes, there oh, we yeah, go. Yeah, 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 like that. Frame, yeah, bent yeah. frame. It's all like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it was it was technically a write-off. There was no, nothing... It couldn't be used, essentially, for its intended purpose of ferrying people across the Atlantic because it wouldn't pass safety inspections, uh, which would fuck White Star, the company. Re- I mean, it would cost millions. So, like, 19, 12 millions. Yes. Yeah, so, enormous yeah. amount of money. 
So this is where the conspiracy takes off. And this has been around for about 100 years, as far as I could tell. There were whisperings of this being, what we're about to go through being factual immediately. Okay. So White Star, under the order of, of J.P. Morgan, did a switch for an insurance job, right? The Titanic, which had been used for spare parts, still in dock, was secretly renamed the Olympic. And on the other hand, the Olympic, a write-off, a not-fit-for-purpose, had all its markings and its nameplates, every identifying marker removed and replaced with the Titanic. It was then sent so out... So it was actually the other boat. It was then sent out into the ocean, as the, renamed as the Titanic, and sank. And they were like, oh no, we've lost another boat, the Titanic. Good job it was insured for $12.5 million which was paid out in full within 30 days. Meanwhile, the Within 30 days? Meanwhile, the Titanic, which is a sound, ocean-worthy, top-notch boat, now named the Olympic, sat in dock and remained in service till 1935, generating cash the whole time. So essentially, they sent a bum boat out into the ocean and killed it. Yeah. It's like putting a a fake number plate on a car, in a way. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Smashing it up and then getting the money for that fake number plate and then having the real cup like thing. So they say. Ooh. Now, in fact, the two boats were pictured next to each other in dock. They were side by side for four days. This is fact when the they were taking like the propeller off. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. a hundred ton propeller. Yeah, yeah. They were taking that off the Titanic. They were definitely there. And they reckon that's when the switcheroo took place. And okay. also, on the, uh, the Titanic's maiden voyage was delayed for, I think it was about two weeks. And this is when the, I don't know whether I want to say the Tim Fall app mob, but we'll call them that. That's when they claimed that the finishing touches, like changing plates and because everything was branded, that's when they reckon that was taking place. So what's your thoughts, Rob? Mm-hmm. Well, when you think of Mr. Morgan and, uh, you know, he's a banker, which also um, rhymes with probably what most bankers are. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't surprise me. Covering, they trying to cover his own back for whatever shit and get some extra cash out of it. Kill a you know, bumbo. Not, not that, yeah. Kill a bumbo. Yeah. It's a, it's a quite a outlandish idea. So there's got to be. You'd think. So basically, he's like like a rich con artist. There's got to be some evidence for it, though, haven't you? There was fifteen thousand people working on these boats, and I was thinking, how long does it take to effectively do that switcheroo? Because it, it was only there. Could you do it in two and weeks? How do you do it without really the workers properly working it out? Well, they they did know. That's what I mean. But I, I suspect it. it he's not going to say. They, he's not going to go. Look, lads, I'm trying to do a massive insurance job. This is going to go down. By yeah. the way, but I need to do the switcheroo on some things to make it last. You know People I mean? had to know in order yeah, but, to pull but, this off. Yeah, obviously. But what I mean is, like, he's not going to say that to the workers, is he? Because they. It, You'd well, be if, out, you, wouldn't it? if you were running onto the t- onto the Olympic and then just <laughs> nailing on the, the the name Titanic, and then that boat went out to sea, you'd know. But there were some lads that I mean, they've said like you know, some people have said you know, Granddad said that it was switched, and uh, you know, we were told to shut the fuck up. We were paid handsomely not to say anything. So it's all sort of you know, circumstances. There's a guy called James Fenton. He was an alleged crew member on the Titanic, and he said that the switch happened, and he was threatened with prison if he'd spoke about it. I don't know, man. Mm. That's just that's just people talking. But you could see how this would be appealing to an unscrupulous businessman. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. If you can get twelve and a half million in the bank. It sounds very familiar to me. 
to uh, very similar to the, you know the World Trade Center leaseholder Larry Silverstein taking out a terrorism insurance just before the 9/11 attacks. Do you remember that? And he got paid out twice because there were two attacks. Did he? I didn't know that. No. Yeah, he did. Factoroony. Well, he got very lucky there, didn't he? Very lucky, you would say. Yeah, I'd say very lucky. And how much mm. did he get paid? I'd fucking a lot of money, mate. A lot of money. I don't know. I don't know. So you'd think... Okay, unbelievable. So there's That's be unbelievable, that is. No, that, that is fucking mad, isn't it? Like yeah. the day before or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. September the 10th. Oh, no. Uh, can I have some terrorism numbers, please? Why? Oh, just to make sure. Boom. Oh, oh you're going to have to pay me. So I've got... Uh, there is some evidence. I haven't got, like, chronological order to this. I'm just going to go through it. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Um, but before going to that, the Titanic, or the Olympic, as... You know, it's, maybe. A, it's supposed yeah. to be. As a supposed write-off, did pretty right, fucking well to get across the ocean. It was 400 miles off the coast mm-hmm. of Newfoundland when it went down. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like a fucking write-off. No. It's pretty good. But here's some evidence. So when the actual real Olympic had been repaired, the actual real one, we're mm-hmm. not talking of any switcheroo here, yeah. um, after its collision with the Hawk, because it was so badly damaged with its bent keel and like mm-hmm. punctured hull, it was listing to the left hand, it was leaning to the left hand side. And that's the thing though, mate, because the Titanic, when it left port, was seen listing to the left hand side. Fact. Definitely. Okay. When it left house, left Southampton, it was leaning to the left hand side, just oh, as no. the Olympic did. Right. What's okay. your thought? Hmm. Money, cash, <laughs> money, cash. Hoes. <laughs> Loads of people reported it, as well as passengers. Like passengers on board said, so like, "Oh, it looks like it's leaning." Well, they said that if you sat inside, like the bar or whatever, like that, yeah, you compared yeah. it against the hori- the water horizon, yeah, yeah. you could You're see slightly it left. It's clean. But th- that there's a real. I mean, this really happened, and there's there's a real documented reason why <laughs> the Titanic was was uh, leaning to the left. Because it's pa- the Olympias, or what it was No, called. no, no. It was apparently... <laughs> well, it might be. I don't know. Yeah. But apparently it was um, it was weight distribution due to shitloads of coal being moved from the right-hand side to the left-hand side. Because okay, that's convenient. Yeah, but get that's this, mate. That's a convenient excuse. Anyway, no, it's not an excuse. This is actual fact, right, as okay. far as I, can, as I can tell. The reason why it was moved from the right to the left, for real, is because a fire broke out in the coal bunker of the Titanic before it This set. was the biggest fuck-up <laughs> ever, wasn't it? This was the biggest fuck-up. It's just not bothered. It's like it's one of those days when you wake up and like you can't put your socks on or the tear or something, or when you fall down. You go, you you make a, you make a cup of coffee and the handle falls off, and you just think, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to bother going in today because like the world's about to explode if I do. It's right though. Mm. Apparently, when White Star, the company, and J.P. Morgan were told of this fire, their response was. Just shift as much coal to the left-hand side as you can, and during the trip, we'll dig out the fire while shoveling coal into the furnace, and we'll put it out when we get to it. It'll be fine. To throw fire into fire. Just keep digging into that one side, <laughs> and eventually we'll get to it. It'll be, it'll be fine. Like, you what, mate? Your boat's on fucking fire. Who's digging this thing? It's in port. Fucking, yeah, I was just saying, this, this fellow's going to be, oh, what the fuck are you having a laugh? It's fucking boiling. It's on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We're yeah. not even left. Yeah. It's, fuck me, that's the reason it went down. So for real, mate, the Titanic had been on fire for at least 10 days before it sank. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> what? No Titanic way. Titanic was on fire, or, or the Olympic, what it's called, was on fire for 10 days. Yeah. Depending on what you think of this episode yes. of conspiracy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll give you my, <laughs> my point of view at the end. But what's more, there's submarine. Obviously, because there's the wrecks down there. There's submarine footage of the uh, of the wreck, which seems to show the the damaged hull bending out, 
not in as it would if you you know yeah, as you'd expect a, yeah hit, hit an iceberg or hit whatever something yeah puncturing a hole yeah, it, it looks like it bend it inwards rather than outwards did yeah. it explode <laughs> ah some some people are saying that maybe it did hit the iceberg and the, the damage wasn't terminal but then the water rushed in and fucking hit a mad coal fire which caused the ocean water to boil massive expansion of gas and went boom and blew oh, the right, side okay. out I don't know mate do you want some more fuel for the uh the conspiracy fire. I do. I do. <laughs> no I do. pun intended. One week before the Titanic left for New York, its value was was raised by White Star. As we said, they they insured their boats of up to seventy five percent of the value, uh, which was ten million apparently. Um, but a week before the Titanic's voyage, it went up by two and a half million, and they ended up getting paid twelve. It went up by two and a half million. Two and a half million. They ended up getting paid twelve point five million. So it's hard to get any real, like, solid confirmation of these of these um, of these numbers. There's a lot of figures bouncing around, but it does sound a bit. I'm like, really? Are you just looking at the wreckage and like retroactively making a conspiracy out of it, or is this really what happened? It may be what's happened, but it does sound dodgy. Whenever something goes up and something changes or something, you know, whatever, it, it, it automatically looks dodgy when something goes wrong and then suddenly someone who's made it and everyone's died gets paid out a load of cash. Yeah. If you just look at it for what it is, there was an, a crash with the Olympic and then the Titanic went down. Like, imagine if you built two houses and then one of them was badly damaged in a fire which resulted in big financial loss for you and then your second house is valued Fine. and then within a week later it also burns down i'm pretty sure that insurance would ask questions yeah they'd be like why two burnt down yeah it's crazy mm-hmm. it's crazy but, it, but but if you look back to how would it be is it even possible to to rebrand or rename a ship secretly of that size? It's, it's hard, isn't it? I mean, did they, they obviously must have looked identical in a way for it to do the switcheroo. Otherwise, it you wouldn't. You know, I mean, people there would go, "Well, hang on, that looks like that one." Well, yeah, like all signs or dinner plates, yeah, yeah. lifeboats apparently. You know, co- yeah. to cover tiled floors with carpets. Inside would have to look exactly the same. Or very, I don't know. That's the thing. I thought that, but we're kind of looking at it from a point of view where if, if you were getting on a boat, if you were getting on a boat now, you'd know what it looked like intimately yeah. if you wanted to. From nineteen twelve, it's fucking what? You mm. might not have even seen it before you get on it. It's nineteen yeah. twelve. Yeah. So you might not know that you're getting on the but people who are inside that one, and then suddenly put on the other one. And go just well, we're on a different ship, but it's called the Titanic now because I don't know whatever yeah. whatever bullshit excuse comes up. Well, apparently, only the ship's bell, the compass, and the lifeboats were branded Titanic. Everything else on board had White Star Company name and logo, and it was designed that way, so it was interchangeable between each ship's. Okay. So it wasn't as big a job as you yeah, yeah, think. Yeah, so it's not going around like every door, changing a sign, mm. costing whatever you see, to sort uh, out. You, yeah. you couldn't do that. That's what I, See, that's quite tenuous. I don't think you could... Mm. Just stretching it a bit there. But the other thing is, it hit an iceberg, didn't it? That can't be Apparently planned. So. Yeah, yeah. How could you plan? How can you, unless you deliberately rammed it, which there's no evidence of. So, conspiracy theorists who don't believe the iceberg theory or the very real coal fire that was burning on board say that water valves were deliberately opened, valves that allowed seawater to into cool engines and that they slowly flooded the ship at a predetermined location where other vessels were waiting to pick up survivors. Right? They didn't want to kill people, they just wanted to kill the boat. 
Okay. So it was orchestrated at a specific predetermined location. Mm-hmm. So is there, I thought, okay, well, there's got to be evidence of this if you're saying that's what's happening. Yeah. Two days before the Titanic sank, a boat um, called the Californian, which is a large passenger ship, also owned by J.P. Morgan, steamed into the middle, middle of the Atlantic mm. Ocean with no passengers on board and just stopped. I just sort of floated about, waiting, doing fuck all. Not far from where... Right where the Titanic... Almost smack where the Titanic went down. And its cargo, I mean, considering what we know happened was somewhat unusual. It was carrying 3,000 woolen blankets and jumpers for real. Really? Yes. So it's like they were all prepped for it. I don't know, man. That does sound very prepped, if, you know. It's a bit Dodge Viper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's very Dodge, isn't it? Yeah. Unless so they plan to... They say, no, no, that boat was there to put the things on the ship when they get to a certain location. It's just very like coincidental. Like, yeah, yeah. An empty yeah, yeah. passenger boat filled with exactly the sort of stuff you'd need yeah, yeah. happened to be right where the Titanic was in, when it sunk. Yeah, in yeah. the Atlantic that's Ocean. That, that'd be, that's the bit which we'd get you, wouldn't you? Be like, well, how do you know it was going to be here? Well, some survivors, well, they, they were told by the Titanic's crew that the, the, the Californian was on its way to come pick them up, but it didn't arrive. It stopped 12 miles away from where the Titanic went Got down. Lost. It was a navigation error, apparently. Now, obviously, Tim Four hats on. This it's kind of like were the, the Californian Californian strange maneuvers a sign of premeditation? Was it a rescue boat? Did Ready something to pick them up and go? Yeah, everyone's safe. Let's get the cash. That'd yeah, be fucking well obvious, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. When people go, there was no iceberg, or or there was, but like we, this didn't make sense because we was sinking before or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah look out, you know it's coming mean? right for us. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently earlier that day, the radio op- operators on board the Titanic had an argument with the Californian radio operators who were warning them of the icefield. Remember I said at the beginning, there were like six warnings coming yeah, yeah. through. The Titanic operators apparently told the Californian's radio man to shut up because he was like, watch out for this, we're ahead of you, watch out for that. Um, when he told him to shut up, the uh, the Californian just were like trying to contact him, but Titanic ignored all warnings. Okay. So the Californian was like, fuck you, bruv. You're on your own and yeah. shut its radios off. And this is where the alleged fuck up occurred because the Californian knew in the event of a serious incident, the Titanic would fire white distress flares into the sky to mm-hmm. get your attention. Yeah. But because of the distance between the two boats, it was something like 19 miles, the limit, the limit of visibility. The Titanic, they reckon, was probably slightly below the horizon due to the curvature of the Earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all the lookout saw was, was two star-like objects low down on the horizon that eventually went out. They spied it, and they were like, "What's that?" They were like, "I don't know. It's probably probably a small ship moving about or something." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, radio's quiet because it fucking turned off. That's cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> everybody was. Was everybody was dying? Yeah, yeah. Everyone was going fucking hell. I've got I've got a two points for it. So it could have been a fuck up <laughs> yeah, that yeah. people not in the know on the Californian mm. had shut their radios off. Meanwhile, the captain's like, you know, probably should keep that radio on because he he. So people had to be in the know. Mm. There's the more links in in these conspiracy chains, the the more likely they are to fall apart. This is why I'm like, I find it, I find it hard to get on board. Yeah, no yeah. pun intended. There. Do so you want some more ammo? Yeah, that's it. The um the geezer, JP Morgan, the billionaire banker, 
uh, and owner was supposed to be on board the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a personal suite and his own promenade <coughs> deck. And um, Especially for the first journey, I would have thought he'd have been on it. Absolutely, man. We're launching a space station across the ocean. This geezer owns it. He's mm. going to be there. But unfortunately, he was really poorly the morning it left, and he pulled out, couldn't couldn't make it. Oh, it seems convenient. Well, it's Sorry, like, I mean, um, not convenient, <laughs> like unlucky. See, a lot of people I was reading go, did he know something? And I'm like, he probably fucking knew that the boat was on fire before it left port <laughs> yeah, for a start. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, if it's been burning for like three days, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. He, and he had loads of um, valuable statues apparently removed off the boat just before it left port. I mean, I mean it would, would have geezer of that wealth be bothered about, you know, losing a 50 grand statue? No. He if might he's a billionaire. Take, he's probably going to just take him off because he wants to get another one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll put that in my house in Spain. Leave, yeah. it, leave it here. I don't know. I don't know. Probably a coincidence. Probably a coincidence that he didn't Maybe. get on the boat. But around 50 high-profile passengers also cancelled at the last minute. 50 of them? Yes. His mate Marconi, I mean, you'll probably recognise his name. I mentioned him earlier. He's, he's the... He's uh, a new DJ. The, yeah, he is, yeah. Radio guy, he is, yeah. <laughs> he's owner of the Marconi company. Yeah. He was supposed to be on board uh, the Titanic and changed his mind and, and said he was going to sail to the States. He left two days at... Sail to the States. He left two days at... How so he's leaving, he's leaving this like like record-breaking boat to, to sail there instead? Yep. Milton Hershey of Hershey Chocolate Bar. It's like, it's like, it's like being the first person to meet like an alien or something. You know what I mean? And it's, he's choosing not going, to. Uh, do you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll just go and look at some ants. Yeah, so Milton Hershey, he, he bought a ticket worth thousands and uh, didn't get on board. So, uh, like, yeah, but it's people go, wow, well, it was a load of money that he just threw down the drain. Did they have the heads up? Probably not. It's a millionaire. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. It probably doesn't mean anything to him that amount of money. But some of J.P. Morgan's business competitors, some of the most well, of the world's most powerful and, and wealthy people, were on board the Titanic. <laughs> I know. I'm like, really? You sound dodgy. This it does, is now. mate. Yeah. There was a geezer called John Jacob Astor, who's a businessman and a real estate developer. Benjamin Guggenheim and another fellow called Isidore Strauss. And he was a business owner. He owned Macy's. And he was also a member of the House of Representatives over in the States, which helped make up laws, right? He was, he was one of the fellas that, you know, cast his eye over what mm-hmm. legislation was coming through. Mm-hmm. All these men opposed the idea of a US central bank the Federal Reserve, which J.P. Morgan was in favour of. And I actually, I think in all fairness, I think these three guys, they weren't necessarily against the Federal Reserve. They just didn't want to support it. I don't think they were, they, I didn't, they could see like it was going to be sort of like a monopoly or central, they were against central control essentially. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is it just a coincidence that, you know, they all died on J.P. Morgan's boat and he went on to be pivotal and in he wasn't there creating and, uh, yeah, and, the yeah, yeah. Federal Reserve? And controlling the dollar, does, essentially. It does sound fucking dodgy, doesn't it's it? It's like a, f- a silent financial takeover. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really dodgy. Well, it, it's nuts. What do you reckon, Rob? Go on like that. I'd, I'd like it to be real. It's fucking mad, isn't it? Yeah, I'd like it to be real just because it's, it's mad. But if, if if that's all true, which it obviously is, like you're saying, with, with those people dying. So a, a bloke reading the internet can tell you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 50 people who were meant to be on it who were high up there, so to speak part of his gang and you know business and whatnot weren't on it as well as him which sounds really dodgy by yeah. the way because <clears throat> why w- w- it's your boat and it's like the biggest and most famous boat ever before yeah. it even sets off you'd want to be on the first one wouldn't you the first journey you'd think yeah you'd think if you had confidence and faith in, yeah, in yeah. the lads that have built it the engineering yeah 
you'd, you'd probably want to be on it. Yeah. Be I on would. that first I would. historic I would. voyage. So I would, definitely. All this is, is circumstantial and very much open to interpretation and, you know, a bit of tinfoil hattery. But we know where the wreckage of the Titanic is. So surely we can just go and have a look at the butchers and see what's going mm-hmm. on. And we have. So other than the hull appearing to be bent outwards from... I don't know, a possible coal fire explosion Mm -hmm. or some crazy shit happening when a boat sinks in the ocean. Who fucking knows? Water pressures or whatever. Whatever, man. Nothing out out of the ordinary has been found. White Star used to, for instance, they used to engrave their names into the ship's holes, meaning that if you wanted to cover up the name of the Olympic, you'd have to physically rivet on Titanic's letters, right? Yeah. There's a few YouTube videos kicking about that apparently show um, submarine or footage, whatever, from from the wreck. And where the name Titanic is, you can see the letters M and P. Yeah. Uh, and they're sort of saying, well, you know, the rivets have, have corroded in the seawater mm-hmm. and uh, and dropped off and revealed the true the true name underneath. But it all looks like fucking CGI to me. Right, okay. I don't think that's... A, and, you know, remember I said that the... Um, the propeller from the Titanic was swapped over mm-hmm. and put on the damage. This is where the conspiracy theory totally falls apart. In my, okay. This is why I left right. it till last. Okay. So when the boats were under construction, they had individual serial numbers. The Titanic uh, serial number was 401 and the Olympics was 400. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's because the Titanic was built immediately afterwards. So yeah, they just yeah. incremented the number by one. Yeah, yeah. The propeller lying at the bottom of the ocean has the number 401 stamped on it, which mm-hmm. is the Titanic's serial number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. Now, what's hilarious is the conspiracy theorists say that this is proof that the boat down there is the Olympic because it has the Titanic's propeller installed on it after the crash with the hawk. Okay, yeah. It's the same because, because the they're saying because it's got a f- you can see the serial number 401, that proves that it's the Olympic. No. It proves that it's the fucking Titanic mm. because that's the Titanic serial number. Yeah. That's what number would be on a propeller installed onto the Titanic. Yeah. But it's really interesting, mate, because the, like where the, the Olympic, for instance, it, it, I suppose it's, this goes in, in favour of possibly, possibly being a switcheroo. The Olympic, which was so badly damaged and beyond repair, stayed in service moving people around mm. for like 25 <clears throat> years. I think it was hardly in 19. But it was so badly damaged. If it was a write-off. You think, yeah, yeah. you think you'd, they would go for the safety of people going on it. Yeah. Can't be, can't go out. Yeah, you'd think, wouldn't you? Mm. Just tat it, wouldn't you? Yeah, for 125 grand. Yeah. Definitely. Get insurance money and tat it. There's one final thing that really cements it as being um, a fun story and not based in reality, mm-hmm. and that's the shape of the wheelhouse because uh, the wreck on the bottom of the of the ocean uh, is is identical to the uh, to what the the Titanic how the Titanic was built. The Titanic had a curved wheelhouse, and the Olympic had a rectangle. And in this in this footage, you can clearly see, clearly fucking see that it's cut. Yeah, it's yeah. the fucking Titanic at yeah. the bottom of the sea. I'm not on board of it. So it's it's not it's not a conspiracy. It just happened. I mean, it might be. I might be wrong. Yeah, it's just convenient that they got off, but obviously before it just randomly could. Like I say, it can happen. Look, they might have they got might off have gone off not very fire. well. Yeah, and they're going fuck that. I'm not going on. Yeah, sort of thing. The, the them lads might have got off because it was on fire. That yeah. coal fire, was, as far as I can tell, was 
a big we, cause. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was a cause, but the the boat was definitely on fire for at least ten days before it sank. Whether that caused it or not, I don't know. It could just be a coincidence that a light a um, an iceberg hit it at the same time, and you know there's evidence of the fire. Mm. The, I don't know, but yeah, man, I don't think it's a conspiracy. No, I, mean, I think cool story, bro. Mm, yeah, I think I think if it was a conspiracy. I mean, I think it would have been brung up more. Do you know what I mean? Like a like real, I mean, a real conspiracy. You know what I mean? Because I've never heard that story before. No. Do you know what I mean? So I think if it was a real conspiracy, which has a chance of being real, <laughs> yeah. it would have been up. You know what I mean? So it definitely would be number one. Yeah. Especially when it's pivotal in making, or potentially creating little, the, the Federal Reserve. Little, little things like as well, when you say um, <clears throat> uh, they didn't want to kill people because there's no reason to kill the people. You just want to get the money for the boat, right? They would have. They would have definitely left all the lifeboats on board. They've gone. No, no, leave them on. Good leave point. them on. There's no reason. To, what, what, what ruins people's you? Trust me, leave them on. It's going to sink. Yeah. What? No, no. Sorry, ignore that last part. <laughs> yeah. Just leave them on. You might need them. It's weird. It's weird that the Californian was out there with three thousand, you know, blankets and. Uh, yeah, I mean and jumpers and shit. I mean, I can s- maybe because it was its first voyage and it's a big boat and maybe it's just a way of holding supplies without having it on the boat that's all i'm thinking like like a like um you get halfway to somewhere and they go right we're gonna chuck a load of beef on there and whatever and (laughs) yeah you know i mean and service station yeah 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 like a petrol station stop or something there's there's obviously much much more to this story but with a limited amount of time that i've got to try and you know get these uh the information together there's only so much i can i can research there's probably someone screaming going that the californian was doing this for this reason and you can yeah. check this and that thing happened well, well maybe but yeah have a look yourselves that's what yeah. it's there for that's it make your own mind up you know what i mean so what are you saying rob yes or no <clears throat> it would, i'd like it to be real but just because you know lots of people do it'd be like the best insurance scam ever basically but I mean, it's it's. I don't think it is. I think it, there's there is some things which are coincidentally not good to to make it look like it was a legit crash sort of thing. But it can happen. Things can yeah, look dodgy when they're not. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and like for instance, the boat and certain people not being on board. It could have just. It could. He could have been ill. He could have been so ill that he couldn't get on. Or you know, he could have just said, look, there's no point going on because we've got this to do and that to do. Sorry. It's a coal fire, yeah. but we just hold back. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and there's a massive hole in it. Well, there will be in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, uh, no, I, th- I think it's real. I think it did happen, and it was all just a big fuck-up, basically. That's there how I go. see it. Rob's point of view, done. I I, I agree. Mm. I think they hit an iceberg and sank like a stone. I mean, that's what it was. J- if JP Morgan was like a billionaire kind of thing already, right, what's 12 and a half million? I did think that. I did think that. I was like, "Why does he care?" I don't um, know if he was a billionaire. He was, he was a, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Does it? He's, he's minted to a point where he's no point risking three and a half thousand people's lives, or hmm. unless he's a complete nut cunt. There's cunts out there, man. Hmm. There's cunts out there. That's true. So, social media winner <gasps> for this one. week, sharing on Facebook again. I need to pick. Up. Hello to Rebecca on Instagram as well. Hi, Rebecca. That. In fact, you've won some mic as well. Give me your address and I'll send you some stickers. Nice. But our social media winner is Kieran Gardner. Well done, Kieran Gardner. Whoop-de-whoop. Whoop-whoop. And if you want to win, I haven't even looked at it yet. 
just a little bit bare in some areas. I've got to add some things in. <laughs> I was just getting too involved. You know what I mean? I so like not looking at what you've you, yeah, you've yeah. done until after this. It's fucking great, man. <laughs> I like watching. It's brilliant, man. So if you want to win this that Rob has just done, then you know what to do. Share the shit on Facebook. It really does help us out because if you share it, uh, your mates will see it as well, and um, you know they might get involved and. And they might share Join it and it might the pass on to more and it, yeah, yeah. people might enjoy it and that's what yeah. it's about. about it's like that. Chucking Mark Zuckerberg $20 for him to not put it on people's feeds, which... Just put it on fake people's feeds. Is his bollocks. So, yeah, man. Cheers, yeah. guys, for helping us out doing that. Yeah. It's brilliant. Keep doing it. And we've got all the stuff that we're going to send to Carousel Sniper Victim that's going over tomorrow. I fucking meant to send it last week. I haven't, but I'm going to send it tomorrow. Right, it's been and done. Sure, yeah, that Sean and uh, Jack are going to send some stuff over to us. So once a month, we're going to have a bumper giveaway where some lucky cunt's going to get T-shirts from both of our pods and, I don't know, key rings and whatever, whatever. man. Empty bottle of Budweiser, yeah. sponsored by Budweiser, <laughs> yeah. all that kind of shit. Yeah, so if you want to contact us then um, and tell us how awesome we are, obviously just do it. Just type into Google Robots for Eyes, click on Facebook, it'll be there, and then just speak to us through that. It's the best place to really contact us. You can contact us as well on robotsforeyes at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. It doesn't matter, I think, yeah. Or just try.co.uk. Try both. It's com. It doesn't matter. Just do both. <laughs> Everyone's going, what? <laughs> And then, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll reply. Most, well, I want to say we. Tom will probably reply. Yeah, Rob will open the message, read it, won't reply, and then it'll be put in the box with a tick gone. I won't know that you've you've sent a message. Yeah, that's how it rolls. Until about three weeks later. Yeah. And I'll be like, fuck! Yeah, that's how it rolls. Yeah. Done. Have, have a good weekend, everyone. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. bye.